Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 282 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the galaxy of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defia, Chief Archivist of Lave Station, otherwise known as Colin Ford, and joining me in the Orange Sidewinder bar for this episode, we have our uh, head, and head of Health and Safety, Commander Edelweiss, that's Ben Mosley. Chief ba uh, Bag Rustler, I think, from now on. Uh, we've got our Lavian Space Program Director, Andy Barnes, which is Commander Kurgle. Hey, good evening. Uh, we have our Deputy Trade Attaché, Commander Souverine. What up? We have our Inhuman Resources Director, Commander Shan. Hello. And on tech this week, we have uh, Commander Ventura doing good stuff in the background. So if you wish, you can join us live. We are hanging out in-game, in open, at the Orange Sidewinder bar or somewhere thereabouts. Feel free to um, uh, join Ben and Kurgle um, flying about. Um, yeah. we do We're actually that... out Red Acres, I think it is. Oh, it's out at Red Acres. Well, there we go. Red, it's looking clear and it's in sun. It's in sun. Um, just unfortunately, uh, as we'll get onto this later, the bounty on Ben has been claimed. Um, so I'm afraid to say, and he, he's he's not. You, if you do kill him, you won't get a thing. Um, well, actually, so. what I can offer, oh, hello. is is whoever kills Ben gets a free ride in my fleet carrier. Okay, where I wanted to go, not where they wanted to go, but but yeah, you just get a, a free a free ride. <laughs> And that, that's a bit like um, someone turning up in a transit van with free candy posted on the side, isn't it? <laughs> Trampoline, anyone? <laughs> anyway, if you can't get to us in-game, you can also join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live, and click on the live chat. Or you can go straight to twitch.tv slash laveradio. And hello to everybody joining us in the Twitch chat channel today. Anyway, see, so we'll go around the the crews, see what they've been up to for the last week, and um, we'll start with Commander Shan. Hello. Well, in-game, I have completed um, all my permits, so I'm now allowed to go anywhere apart from the CQC system, um, which is no great loss, really, I guess. Uh, and um, on, on Sunday, we uh, spent um, the afternoon watching movies for advice on how to deal with the coronavirus. So, if it gets really bad, this is our plan: we're going to mm -hmm. get in the a we're going to get in the AM three, drive to parents, we go in, take care of Mrs. Shan's brother Philip, grab parents, go to winter for a cold pint, and wait for it all to blow over. That it's a surprisingly good plan. Um, I must admit, I am quite impressed by the amount of people who are playing Plague Inc. at the moment and getting really worried. It's banned, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it's banned in China. Yeah, um, for those of you who uh, are unaware, Plague Inc. is a mobile game which the idea is that you start off as a bacteria or a virus and the object is to wipe out the human race. And for those of you who have played Plague Inc., you now know we're in trouble because Greenland and New Zealand have both been infected already. <clears throat> it, it, I've, I've actually got that on my iPad. I brought the DLC on it. I had to really enjoy playing it, actually. It's quite a fun game. Uh, that's why I got the DLC and I loved playing it as well. It's a lot of fun. 
So have you, you noticed the amount of there's something wrong with the human race where they enjoy wiping everybody out by or simulating wiping everybody out? Maybe it's some kind of therapy. I don't know. Um, Commander Kurgle. I do believe you've got something curvy and lovely at your home now. Oh, yeah. Well, per- purely for work purposes, I have this beautiful <laughs> new widescreen monitor, which I'm totally flexing on elite at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, so my week's been mostly spent doing lots of stuff at work and then just playing around with computer kit as I've had to rearrange my office to fit this giant screen in. It's suntanning my face. It's amazing. It's like, it's actually, best, I think, better than VR, which is saying a lot. I think oh. the best thing about your monitor, though, is the fact that work said to you, hey, Kurgle, come and get this 50-inch monitor. <laughs> You're like, no, no, I can't take that 50-inch monitor, but I'll take that one instead. Yeah, this is one of the sure recommended monitors my work give our staff. And um, the other one they wanted to send me literally would not go around the bend in my staircase or fit on my desk. Alexa, wipe everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that goes my Alexa. <laughs> so I have this, and it's... Yeah, it's Alexa, terrifying. pull my finger. Why could you not open the window and then, like, wind check up I, the window, I, like a piano or something they have? I only have, like, a top flappy slot on my window, so it would... Ha- it, it, that's even smaller than the staircase. Pivot. Pivot! Yeah, it won't pivot through. Well, hang on a minute. So you haven't got room for anything 50 inches long to go up your stairs? No, because... it would go up the stairs. It's just it wouldn't go around the 180-degree bend at the top of the yeah, stairs. But surely, the surely you, mount, you, you, you mount it vertically, not horizontally, then you can twist it around the corner. I live you in a very strange-shaped and... house, and it just won't work. <laughs> Yeah, but if you can, if you can Jan, get through Jan. the door, if you can I'll tell get you what, through Jan, the door, you... If, you, if you want to bring me a 50-inch monitor and carry it up my stairs and get it around the bend, I'll take it. The reason he was able to get it around the bend is because it was a bendy monitor. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's anyway. Right. That's, that's my week, though, wrestling with monitors. Well, I, I am jealous, because we've all seen photos of that monitor, and we're quite, yes. Um... I'm scared of this one. Ben, how's your week been? My week's been fine, actually. Um, after getting killed by Commander Rabbit last week and having Souverain have, well, have to discuss the bounty situation with Cruel Rabbits, um, I've been doing lots... I've been doing a fair amount of Elite Dangerous, actually, uh, but most of it's been diplomatic BS that no one else really cares about unless you're directly involved. So we'll ignore that. Um, I've also I went off to see Onward though at the weekend with my kids, and that was a lot of fun. Um, although, yeah, I'm I'm the kind of guy I'll cry at pretty much. I cry at Toy Story for God's sake, right? Now everybody, try, if you don't cry in Toy Story two when Jesse's been put away, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I've never cried at Toy Story, and that uh, proves my point. <laughs> <laughs> Shan confirmed lizard person. Good to know. We'll get on to so, that later. So, after seeing some of the stuff and having Tom Holland say, you know, you you go and see this, you're going to be crying about your brother, blah, blah, blah. And I was, I was expecting at least Toy Story levels of emotion, if not up levels. And I was like, yeah, okay, this is kind of cute and all, but... Nah, 
I, I got more more emotional about, as you say, Jesse or Jesse being put into into storage or something like that than mm-hmm. I did in on. In See, I found I found Inside Out more emotional yeah. than. Um, Toy Story, because when you see the death of a childhood mm. played out, oh, you, in, mean, you mean the death of the, the childhood, the, the secret in the, friend, in the memories, yeah, 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 yeah. That that yeah. that's one that I've yet to see properly. I, I keep on getting interrupted. It could it could just be that I still, you know, even even as someone in my forties, I still talk to the the Teddy that I had when I was four or something like that, or three or two. No, very, very disturbing. So, Ben, so ben do you I don't do, like, sleep with no. it. Oh, this has just now opened a whole big can of worms now. Yeah, you know, I do keep my, you know, I, I, I know where it is and it is, it's kept in a safe place and all that kind of stuff. And I do periodically sort of take him out and say hello and, you know, stroke his head and stuff. Well, for, well, for many years, Mrs. Shan and I kept a small teddy there in the sealed jam jar in the kitchen. How did it breathe? It didn't. Without that was the point. It was it was on the it was on a shelf. He was in a sealed jam jar and it was great for sparking conversations with people. Okay, it was yeah. a great conversation piece, yeah. Um, I'll just like to jump in at this moment. Uh, the chat room has been won by Commander Starian, who said he got slapped in Bambi for making a comment about how Bambi's mum would become good venison. Damn right! <laughs> Tasty. <laughs> I always so, thought yes. Bambi's mum looked delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that reminds me. Actually, I'll, send, I'll send you that, that image after the show, Sue. Is that from a food point of view, or is that from a different sort of Welsh perspective? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, there's actually a, um, a comedian that does a whole routine about Disney making animals too sexy. So, <laughs> so you've taken it all too seriously. <laughs> who's, who's the comedian? That sounds brilliant. <laughs> I'll send you the link. <laughs> Do yeah, it sounds like my kind of thing. <laughs> The subject of which, Sue, where have you been for this week? Uh, I've been, uh, I've been a a weird mix of really good and terribly bad. Um, I I was away skiing last week. uh, um, In northern Italy? No, we went to Slovakia, Um, and so we went we went skiing in uh, the Tatra Mountains, a resort called Jasna, two years ago. And really liked it, um, but we had it changed last year. So we went to Poland the year afterwards. We only go to cheap places skiing um, and because um, we can't afford the proper places. And um, Poland was all right, but it was a bit of a like a, a starter resort. And um, the Suvet is sort of intermediate skiing. And I'm, I've, I've been quite a few times, so I quite like going fast and stuff. Um, and it was just a little bit tame. So we went back to Jasna. Um, this time, which was, uh, and, and because we're a bit familiar with it, we sort of enjoyed it more, um, which, uh, which I didn't expect. And, um, yeah, it was really, really good fun. Um, super fun. Um, for the first couple of days, I sort of went quite slowly and just hung around with her. And, um, and then I sort of got my ski legs back sort of two days in and then spent the rest of the, of the, um, the week going as fast as I could. Um, so I was reliably the fastest person down the slope of any of the slopes that I was on. Uh, I wasn't the fastest person in the resort. Like I'm, I, we saw people from the lifts who were probably faster, but th- they were never on any of the same slopes I was. Um, so that was super fun until 
I concussed myself um, on the Ooh. penultimate day, I think. Yeah, the sec- second to last day. There was like a slalom bit where um, it's quite difficult to describe. I'm sure you could describe it if you knew the words for it. But I, I like a slalom. No, it's not a slalom. It's it's like it's like a slalom, but you're not going round things. It, um, the corners are raised, so like half pipes, like, like a mogul field. Kind of, yeah. But you, yeah. But it's um, uh, it, like a half pipe, but it, but they're curved. So you ski up and into one of them, and then it spits you out, and then you go across, and then up into the next one, and and sort of you go sideways around it, and you, and you pick up speed each time. Um, and they're super fun. I did this three or four times. Sounds and, good fun, yeah. Yeah, really fun. I thought I was, I thought I was um, really, really um, smashing it. And then um, I don't really know what happened. I sort of lost a couple of seconds. And, I, and, and coming out of one of them, I, I sort of woke up on the floor. And my head was really painful. Um, and um, long story short, I concussed myself. And I, com- and I completely forgot a bunch of really crucial stuff for like an hour afterwards. Um, it... Um, uh, like I forgot a load of people's names, most people's names. I forgot. Um, uh, I forgot all my ex-girlfriends' names. Weirdly, like first names and surnames, which is super weird. Um, Just as long as you didn't forget your wife's name. No, no, I remember. That's her. not normally the excuse people use. So, tell me, Sue, did you see little birds tweaking around your head, like in cartoons? <laughs> I or? should have done. I really should have done. It was very strange. But the weirdest thing was, oh, it was Sammy's um, mother. <laughs> it, it it is it is the difference between the, the difference between that and and being asleep it, it's like the difference between putting your pc to sleep and and restarting it like it really did feel like i'd restarted my brain um like i completely lost a couple of seconds and then and then i spent a good hour where i just couldn't remember a bunch of really really basic things so did um, you make a little windows boot sound <laughs> i should have done like like an it crowd yeah, um, and um, so that was that was weird. And then I I went back to the hotel, threw up, and then lay on the bed quivering for like three did hours. You get yourself, did you get yourself actually checked out though? Sorry, Me- did you get yourself medically checked out? Ah, uh, no way, no way. If they smell, if they smell travel insurance, you're fucked. Like they they absolutely gouge you. And also, like there's only so many things that could be wrong with me. So I was just like, oh, I'll just. It was nothing serious. Only a concussion. <laughs> don't, don't listen it, to Sue, listeners. It, it was Talk very to mild. Medical professionals, when you concuss yourself, it's really <laughs> yeah, important. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I, I didn't, and uh, and then anyway, I, by by that evening, I was fine, and the next day, I was completely fine. Um, but then the next day, I was uh, skiing very irresponsibly fast. In fact, I probably should have been taking it easy for after that, but I didn't. I kept um, kept going as fast as I could, and then I fell over, and um, at the end of a red, and I. Th- I thought I I didn't I thought I might have fractured my leg because it um the the boot like absolutely I really slammed the boot into my into my leg and sort of really it's difficult to describe but like I put a lot of force onto my leg sort of against the boot and um and since then it's gone it's come up all yellow um and uh I've I'm very squeamish and I've been googling after <laughs> what you should never do I've been googling symptoms and like googling sentences like is my leg broken. <laughs> And the things, the things that come up are so terrifying. They're just so terrifying. And um, so I was, I was looking at it today and, and, and trying to find out whether my leg was broken or not. Because um, I thought maybe it, because it's quite painful to sleep. Uh, like if, if I put any pressure on the side of it, it's quite painful. I wondered whether I might have fractured it. Can you walk? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I can walk. Your leg's not broken. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm probably, I'm being. Um... Is there a bit of bone sticking out of it? 
<laughs> no, I popped that right back in. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, uh, so anyway, yeah. So I, I've I've had a fairly um, fairly eventful week. Uh, so so a mix of up and down, really. And that brings us neatly to today. So well, um, we're, we're glad you're on the way to recovery, at least. More or less, yeah. Broadly, <laughs> <laughs> I take it flying a spaceship's been a bit difficult. Uh, well, no, because I don't use my legs much for that. Although I did, I did get a, a set of pedals, although I haven't really warmed to them. Um, uh, so actually, flying a spaceship's been completely fine. I've been able to do that with no ill effect. Yeah. So, uh, were you filmed taking all these accidents? Did anyone? No, know? no, sadly not. Although, although last year there was a, there was a, like a, there was a sort of, I'm trying to think of like a stunt park thing next to one of the lifts um, in Poland, and I. Um, I went off. I went on that. And I thought I was like, "Oh, I'm really good at skiing. It's just, just lean forward. It'll be fine. It'll be fine." And I uh, <laughs> and I got um, the suvet to film me um, going uh, over all these jumps, and I absolutely just totally face planted off the end of one of these jumps. You want to audition for Jackass, really, don't you? <laughs> Have you guys seen my ski suit? Did I, show, did I show you pictures of my ski suit? Can we miss your bloody ski suit? Yeah, exactly. So there's this video of, of this bloke in this ridiculous ski suit who's just who goes really confidently at this jump and then just completely face plants off the side of it hilariously. Um, and, um, yeah, it was much mirth was had by most of Poland. Um, I've just got this image of Mr. Blobby on skis at the moment. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's pretty much the standard that I'm Yes, I, I do apologise for um, uh, not coming across as sympathetic as I should. <laughs> no, <laughs> Mostly because I, I, I don't deserve. I don't deserve any. I really don't deserve any sympathy at all. Honestly, none. Uh, well, uh, let's just have a quick going over of what I've been doing for the last week. Um, in Elite Dangerous itself, I've, my alt commander Hutchison has now started playing power play, so that um, for the Emperor. So uh, as a part of preparation for Top Shift 120, where I'm going to go into deep power play to see if it, you know, if there is some merit to actually playing it. <laughs> um, I got the first draft done of the latest Sanctimonious story, which will be put on the forums once I've got some proofreading. Not looking forward to my 49th birthday on Friday. Yay. I, it's, it's one of those horrible moments when you realise, yes, I am quite old. Uh, oh, I'd like to also point out that the mouse did arrive from FDev, uh, but I will not be using it as a seat, as it's a very, very nice mouse. Thank you, Commander Witherspoon. The buttocks are safe. Uh, and on, on top of that, I have finally completed um, the Mass Effect trilogy with all of its DLC. And I must admit, there was a whole load of things that I missed out in my last run. And as it was really emotional at the very end, because there's these little vignettes that say goodbye to each of the characters in the Citizen, uh, sorry, in the Citadel DLC that I didn't know existed. And you knew that every time you went through one of these, that was the last time you were interacting with these characters that you spent so much time with. And, you know, you, you ended up with a bit of a lump in the throat, um, almost up there with the Toy Story stuff, which was um, a little, I, it, it was completely unexpected. I didn't expect it to get me, but it did. So, um, yeah, that's been my oh, I do have one important question to ask you, Tholan. Mm -hmm. How is your bunny? The Vino oh, bunny. bunny. 
the bunny update. He's quite happy. He's hopping around in the back garden. We've we've given him a couple uh, of checks, and he's absolutely um, he's absolutely fine. He, he's he's actually really he's a lot happier outside in the wind and the rain than he was inside in the house. I'll tell you that. So, so how do you check the hutch to see if there's any like? Um resin like secretions no no there's no no secretions or or uh, eggs or anything like that Uh, and thanks to everybody who has sent me pictures of bunnies being disemboweled in in pots uh, and also um the one with the face hugger wrapped around the bunny's head that was definitely the best one i thought um uh, just a word of uh, parenting advice. I lost it being at parenting this week when I showed the kids one of those photos and they weren't very happy. So, uh, but the bunny himself is absolutely fine. Is it uh, off the kale? Uh, no, he's. we're never giving him kale again. <laughs> we're at the moment coming up with a kale substitute because he doesn't like the, he doesn't like whatever the vet fresh. told us to give him. Can you feed it, feed it like fresh or something? Flesh. Feed it marines. You've seen the python bunny, haven't you? That's your bunny. Okay. Yeah, I, I go through. Feed it marines, yes. <laughs> uh, but not household yeah, cavalry. I, I, I know where that. you can get a marine from, actually. Newt. Feed it newt. Armoured van. Feed it newt. <laughs> newt? Yeah, because it won't yeah, make any feed difference. Feed it newt. That works. <clears throat> what? I think from aliens. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it is. Uh, it was a stretch. A, a stretch? Jeez. That makes <laughs> yoga pants <laughs> worry. <laughs> you make, the, you, you the make yoga, yoga pants, pants look rigid. <laughs> Burn. Uh, oh, dear. Would, would Newt be taking us into lizard men by any chance? Well, there is uh, something about that. We can move on quite after that. (laughs) After 25 minutes of what we've been doing, (laughs) let's find out what Frontier have been doing. Well, um, and there's the end of the show. Yes, well, the first and most important thing that we have to highlight is that on Monday's stream, uh, Stephen Benedetti did confirm that David has not been taken over by Thargoids or Rogue uh, Rogue AI and is alive and well. Uh, And later on, he further confirmed that David has not been replaced by a lizard in a human suit. You know, he would say that. That's probably what you'd say if you'd been taken over by a lizard. Mm-hmm. That's exactly and, the kind of thing I expect lizard people to say. <laughs> so, can hey, I just ask? So uh, which Stephen been... was this then? No, oh, the Stephen. Not a different Stephen. No, no, there's only one Stephen. Although we might have Stephen Part 2 arriving soon. Uh, and that would be uh, Bruce Garrido. Have you noticed that there's an awful lot of Italian-sounding names joining Frontier at the moment? Well, I was Sounds just... like there's a kind of family yeah. vibe coming in. Yeah, well, I was actually just thinking while I was making myself a coffee earlier that um, Bruce and Stevens sounds like an Australian pop group, doesn't it? Bruce and Stevens. <laughs> yes, well, we don't we don't exactly know. We do know that um, Bruce uh, is Elite's new um, community manager, and he'll be introduced us to us on Thursday's live stream. 
Uh, we do know he's got MMO experience. Uh, I think RuneScape is the community that he used to look after before. Um, is anybody else worried about the fact that he's never played Elite? No, because he's a community manager. It's pretty much uh, he's got a job to actually manage elite, the community. <laughs> we play Elite, so they don't have to. <laughs> Um. Uh, so yes, well, that's uh, the next bit of community news is that we do have a we have a Bruce joining us. Um, good day. If, uh, yeah, good day. And if anybody we wants, to, as well. I wonder if we can find a number of stations and planets dotted around called Bruce, which sells Fosters. <laughs> no, that which, we can make if, him go on a tour of. Which, um, if anybody is Australian here yeah, <laughs> listening, you know what Fosters really is. <laughs> Do you think the other community manager will call Chila? Don't you think that would be a bit predictable? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't think they've got that level of irony. But there, there has been a couple of updates um, uh, made in the last couple of days, especially on some on some threads in the forum. Um, Root. Roots Rat has asked, are there not going to be any more bug fix updates on fleet carriers, on which we've actually had a couple of responses. Uh, Stephen's confirmed that when fleet carriers come along, um, there'll be a whole load of bug fixes that comes with it. But he has said that fleet carriers is the next update. There isn't an in-between one, and um, uh, they will tell us soon. Now, it's actually gone from soon TM to very soon TM. So um, personally, I'm hoping... The next, the next update's going to be very, very soon, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's a bit of good news. Um, that I'm hoping this Thursday, although I suspect it will probably be a week on Thursday when Will's on the live stream. Do you? Yes, it's a Will sort of level announcement, isn't it? <laughs> it's not a Stephen level, it's a Will level. And Bruce has not even got his foot in the door yet. Or maybe there'll be all three of them. Wow. Surely they'll need three to really flex a fleet carrier. Maybe they'll do it as, uh, maybe the three of them will do it as like a, actually no, they need a fourth. Maybe maybe the three of them and David will do it as a sort of a barbershop quartet. They'll sing it. Oh, that'd be grand. Wouldn't it just? <laughs> There we are. Put that as a suggestion for the next 24-hour live stream and see whether they'll do it. I bet you they would. Well, there's there's Twitch Sings now, isn't there? So they can get integration with all the Twitch tweets. However, um, Stuart GT, um, him that moderates the enormously um, challenging uh, ED Reddit forum, uh, did ask about um, Galnet News, CG, and uh, Interstellar Initiatives. Uh, now, the reply that we got back this time was slightly different. They sort of said there's none, none of them have, there's no plans for them to be brought back. At, and this is the thing, at this time. Now, I don't know about, any, about you guys, but for me, whenever I hear that, that's a dead feature. I'm sad. That's I thought they were good. They're self-isolating. <laughs> self-isolating. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know how to, to feel about that. I know that a lot of the older veterans who've been been doing this have been, well, I know we've we've had Kai on the show and uh, about the fact that 
lamenting the fact that these things have gone missing. Um, but, oh, I don't know. It's I'm actually pretty sad about it because, again, this is something I was thinking about in the week. And it just seems to me as though Elite is becoming less, in quotes, alive in the, universe, mm. in the Elite universe than At it the has moment been. it is, yes. I don't mean the health of the game population or anything else like that. I'm actually seeming, you know, you go out there and you part of you feels as though you're out in the black. And I guess we can talk about that later on. But I don't know, without like, without the Galnet, without the Interstellar Initiatives, without the goings-on, mm-hmm. it, it feels a bit empty, what, doesn't it? It feels as like a single-player game where you've done, yeah, all, where you've done all the quests. It's funny you should mention that because it reminds me specifically of um, when you have freelancer or um, uh, privateer or indeed uh, frontier first encounters and you have finished the main plot and you're just left with the open world and there's no more news items, there's no more missions to run, no big special missions to run. You've just got the sandbox and you're just there going... All right. Yeah, that's exactly how it feels. Yeah, well, to mm. me anyway. So, um, yeah. Any other comments on on um, on that? Uh, One comment. We'll move on. Um, the uh, the we have no plans to give it back. So I've been so I've sort of the the way that the sort of stoic response to the Galnet thing is um, it's all hand deck hands on deck for the new era. They're just completely. They're com- they're completely just focusing all of their attention on that. There's there's very little focus being put into the current build of the game. Mm-hmm. And if you um, and really we should all we should all be patient and recognise that um, that what we're getting is a big step towards what was promised back in 2012 2013, um, and we should wait for that. the The wording of that post about Galnet indi- like I, until now I've been thinking oh Galnet's been being scrapped for 2020. Mm-hmm. And it'll, it'll be back with a vengeance with the new era. Benedetti's post indicated that that is not the case. If yeah. if there is no in, if there is no if there's no plan to bring to bring Galnet back permanently after 2020, that does not bode particularly. Well. I don't want to be alarmist, but that doesn't that doesn't fill me with enthusiasm for 2020 for the new era update particularly it's a because, huge loss I yeah because narrative like you know, we, we can, so good and just it. <laughs> we, we sort of we, we can do without i mean i i can you know i can play other games i don't i don't necessarily need to play elite all the time i don't, I don't mind having having years or six month periods where there's nothing going on and, and the game's basically being sort of put on maintenance mode which it which it now undeniably is because there's um uh, in terms of the live build, because there's, there's there's no developer action on the live build at all um, until until the, the fleet carriers update. Um, but the um, but that that sort of you know that that's got to come with the kind of expectation that that alleviates at some point and and a, a bit more life gets breathed into things further down the line. And um, it, it's sort of difficult to wonder where the where the narrative thrust is going to come from if there's no plans to bring back either interstellar interstellar initiatives or Galnet. Hot take. Interstellar initiatives and Galnet or fleet carriers. What would you prefer? Uh, I'm really not interested in fleet carriers at all. Exactly. Um, I, don't, I don't think they should be in the game. So definitely right. bring back Galnet. Actually, just roll right. elite. Hang on, back. hang on, hang on. Ben, <laughs> jump in. Jump in, right. Ben. 
I think there's a there's a key point that we're all forgetting here in that Stephen says there are no plans on returning Galnet News articles, community goals, and interstellar initiatives at this time. They've been saying we're not going to be doing CGs, interstellar initiatives, or Garnet News stories at this time for the past four months. Why is anybody surprised that they're saying we're not doing CGs, interstellar no, initiatives, or community They're not Garnet saying that, Ben. They're saying we don't plan to. No, there are if no they, plans. If, if, I'm if reading they, if it they off planned, the screen just now. Exactly, exactly. If they planned to bring them back at, with the new era update, they would at say... At this time. Uh, no, no. The word plan involves the future, Ben. If they say we don't no, plan to it, bring them back, then that, that, that means they're not planning on bringing them back at the end of the year. I, I genuinely think that you are reading words in there that Stephen doesn't mean. <laughs> reading <laughs> words that are just on the screen. No, he said it's bad wording by Stephen. I will freely admit that. Jesus but, Christ! Like white knight syndrome. Oh, don't don't look at what they're actually actually li- like literally saying. Look at this. Look at this sort of idealized idea of what they could be saying. At some point, you've got to take what people are actually saying. You've got to you've got to take the words that people are actually saying to you. If they say we don't, if we plan this. We have no plans to bring it back. Like, well, he's not exactly going to admit. By the way, we've gone off and totally revamped Galnet News Digest. And in t- 2020, they'll be doing something completely different. Why That's not? The same ideas. Why, why wouldn't you say? We're not bringing it back as but wait and see, winky face. Like, there are so many things that you could do that are not just pissing on cornflakes. You see, this. this... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to do, I'm going to do my scouser thing. I'm just going to ask everyone to calm down. Calm down. Right. <laughs> I apologize to the entire population of Liverpool. <laughs> I felt like I was briefly there. <laughs> so I was going fishing. For I, t- uh, yeah. Just before I let Shan in on this one, I, I just wanted to say that um, it's just that it's very, very management speak for this at this time phrase to come up because yeah. to me, in my experience, that means that this. That there's going to be no more interstellar initiatives. There's not going to be um, definitely not any CGs. Galnet News might come back with with um, uh, the new era, but to tell you the truth, the fact that for a lot of people, the interstellar initiatives and the and the CGs are the only things that have kept them going in the game all this time, and now they've gone. Absolutely, Shan. Well, go back to your scouse thing I, I was i was just thinking how it's stolen words from what steve was actually saying but anyway um oh, God. <laughs> but be, being serious for, for a moment um I, I i i read that as it was as a comment at this moment it was that it wasn't a forever thing it was a if we ever find them serving a useful purpose, we will put them back in. I.e., if it's now worth our while putting resources into it, we'll bring them back. But if it's not worth our while putting resources in there, we won't. It's kind of hedging your bets a bit. I think the problem Frontier have got at the moment is they're all about telling us what they're not doing, and we'd really like them to tell us about some of the stuff they are going to Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the must admit, the... <sighs> A silver and just jump in next, and then we'll go to Ben. Uh, yeah, yeah. As a manager, if you say if if you say we have no plans at this time to do X Y Z, like yeah, okay, you are you, you are basically saying never say never. You're saying we, 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 I won't rule it out, but you're essentially saying 
we're not we're not planning on it it's not in our it's not in our six month one year five year plans it's not it's not on the horizon nobody's making plans around it like it might as well not be happening so yeah i agree with you they're not they're not completely ruling out that they'll never ever do it but you know the the absence of a plan to reinstate something that was loved and a and a and a dearly like a, a dearly valued part of the game should should be worrying just because they well, said that they will definitely just because they've not just because they've refused to rule out bringing it back doesn't mean that we should all expect it back sooner rather well than before that. before I jumped over to Ben all I'll say is this it only seems to be loved now that it's gone missing there was the <laughs> amount, there's a whole lot of whinging while they were happening Ben yeah I agree yeah uh, yeah I'll agree with that reason why Commander Wotherspoon reads it is because we don't have to. <laughs> uh, but... Are you, are you um, telling me, Ben, that you don't miss the Interstellar Initiatives and you don't miss the, the CGs? Forget about the Galnet News, mm-hmm. but you, you don't miss them at all. The Interstellar Initiatives were glorified CGs anyway. And, you know, the CGs were, okay, fine, it's a slightly less boring way to print my own money. And I don't really want to print my own money. So, you know, it's something to do. The Interstellar Initiatives were the, some of the best storytelling the games had. They, 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 were, the, they were really, they're underrated. They were, I'm just talking about the mechanics of it. It's still, all of it was still fill a paint bucket. Mm. Yeah, but that's um, the way Elite's built. That is the fundamental, that's the, that's the architecture yeah. of the game. Okay, we're going to jump in with Shane. Anyway, that's not, now. Well, can I actually oh, get right, yeah. what I was going to... Sorry, um, I thought you had, but go on. No, um... I've totally oh, forgotten what the hell. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Moving on, I can't remember what the hell I was going to say now, anyway. Okay, Sean. Someone just, hit Ben over the head and given him a concussion. <laughs> but anyway, but, but anyway um, one of the things that's concerning me about this sort of talk and other sort of stuff on the forum is, and I, I think it was Kurgle last week mentioned, people are putting an awful lot of faith trust, call it what you like, expectation into the 2020 update. Oh, in 2020, they'll resume Interstellar Initiatives. Oh, they'll resume Galmet in 2020. Oh, this in 2020. This in 2020. And I am now really quite concerned that it does not matter what Frontier do, that people will regard the 2020 as a letdown because we've put so much onto it, it cannot possibly ever deliver on it. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, that is uh, one thing that, yeah, totally that does worry me. Ben, have you managed to th- remember what you're on about? I'm too busy listening to Shannon agreeing with Right. Um, I mean, I think, yeah. We, oh, we Frontier are training us to think like that. Frontier have been training us for two years to, to put all of our faith in the 2020 update. Well, the, at the it, moment, they're, 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 putting a, they're putting a lot of their faith in the, these fleet carriers. That's true. So, yeah. Fleet um, carriers is only a bandage. So, do you think fleet carriers will bring their own community goals to refill them? I uh, there's a lot to I, say I, I, giving us more buckets to fill because we all enjoy filling buckets. Well, it all depends on what comes with them. It all, de- come, it all depends on what comes with, with fleet carriers at the moment. I mean, let's say they're like the freighters in No Man's Sky. Would you be happy with that? They're pretty good. The implementation is 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 pretty good in No Man's Sky. Like you can you can explore, you you can build bases on your freighter, you can explore it all on foot, you can you can hire little 
kind of medium-sized capital ships that go off and do missions for you. You can explore those on foot. They come back from their missions and they have repair and that and with damaged bits, and you've got to you've got to go onto them and, and manually repair the damage. And there's a surprising amount of toothsome gameplay involved with the freighters in No Man's Sky. Again, um, are we putting too much expectations on fleet carriers? Yeah, completely. But I mean, this is in in mid two thousand and eighteen. Everybody was as 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 we are right now, saying what's coming, what's coming. Come on, you know what's going on frontier. And in August two thousand and eighteen, Zach Antonacci made a post bank talking about the new era. It was all new era. It's going to be a it's going to be a, a new era in the uh, a, a milestone in the history of Elite the series. And um and it was it was no specifics. It was all don't worry, don't worry, this is coming, it's going to be huge, it's going to be huge. That has been the consistent message for two years, nearly two years. And that is, um, and, and, and so this, this idea of like, oh, you know, we, we shouldn't put too much expectation into, into 2020. Totally agree, totally agree with you, but Frontier have trained us to do that. Right. I think we're actually, we've, well, I do apologise for this, because we've actually um, gone into our main discussion topic already without realising it. <laughs> so, um, I, oh, I, realized, a, I thought you were not paying attention. Oh, I've, I was trying to, to find a, a natural break point where we could move on. But to be honest, um, talk about break there aren't any natural break points at the moment. Uh, <laughs> so what we'll do is, um, if you don't mind, uh, we'll just quickly touch on, uh, uh, obviously, the in-game events which have been happening. Um, Operation IDA have returned to fix the prettiest station, in my opinion, uh, in the bubble, which is Titan's Daughter, in the Tigetta system, uh, in the Pleiades. And this is the third time they've had to come back and fix this station because the Thargoids don't like it. They really don't. Um, so that will be their 102nd or 103rd station that they're, they're fixing since uh, all this started. Um as far as the anti-Xeno initiative and all the Thargard activity, there's been no new incursions or infestations. Um, Eagle Eye Network is completely silent. Um, but there are still plenty of scouts to blast away in the Pleiades and the Quick Witches question, Nebula. Colin. Mm -hmm. Is Eagle Eye Network actually working or buggered? Well, we think, we, we think that the Eagle Eye Network is still working. Uh, but however, it's not detecting anything at the moment. And there are no systems that have been reported um, with tons and tons of Thargoid scouts. So, okay. uh, yeah. Um, one thing that I did that has been happening is Commander Asava C, I think a CU, um, has been doing some excellent um, anti Xeno initiative debrief videos for the last month, which have shown the anti Xeno activities efforts in curbing the alien menace, uh, including, you know, hints and tips on how to. Uh, basically deal with um, a lot of uh, the Thargoid activity, what the kind of builds you're going to need, and also showing you some of the fantastic uh, anti-Thargoid piloting that's been going on. So we'll put a, a link to his uh, YouTube channel and you, uh, in the show notes. Uh, one thing that I did notice happened this week, which I, I couldn't believe, was that one commander took on eight Thargoid interceptors at once. That's eight. Oh, that's just, seriously impressive. Just by himself. Uh, it, took, it took him six hours, 30 minutes to deal with all eight. How many, wow. How many um, 
oh, fixing of his holes and all that kind of stuff that they have to do. I have no idea. But one That's of the, but um, I will I will look up what the battle report was and put it in the show notes. Just the apparently when you're halfway through battling, you can drop um, meta alloys and that attracts more interceptors into your fight. So. <laughs> Eight at once. Uh, it, uh, I'm sorry, but I have to applaud um, the commander that did it. If I can actually find out who did, so is it Maligno? Uh, Kaizen uh, says it's Maligno. Uh, he he's been doing some pretty impressive Darkoid stuff. Yeah. Um, were they all Cyclopses? Uh, no, there were a couple of Basilisks oh, in there as well. Seriously? Um, no, uh, actually, uh, let's. I will actually go and look this up while the adverts are on later. Um, obviously, we've had the newsletter, and there has been a return of uh, a whole load of. Um, oh, what's the, what's the name of the the uh, the news? Those those wonderful reflective skins that have turned up on the on the store. Cash grab. <laughs> Cash grab. Paint jobs. <laughs> yeah, you people are so horrible. <laughs> by arcs by arcs there we are the, the Stygian Stygian uh, Stygian there you go uh, the Stygian paint shrubs they've all made an appearance uh, and I must admit I've gone and got a whole load of purple ones for I think every single ship I've got <laughs> I, just, I just love them uh, but there's uh, 40% off at the moment on a lot of stuff in the sh- on the store uh, they're, they're saying it's a leap year sale so go figure so um, what we'll do is we will take a um, a short break and oh dear someone's Kurgle have you had a bad bad moment it looks like Kurgle's uh, I think Kurgle may have crashed or something. sorry I was typing so I didn't want to have clacking going on I was just filling out the bug report of what happened when my yes, it, can't <laughs> han- it can't handle a, a monitor that curvy bug report God damn it you miss a shit there, Kurgle. You should have a bug report, cause, laser radio, exclamation mark. <laughs> I should have, you're right. You should, yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. Right, so we'll, we'll, we'll take a short break and then we'll come back to our main discussion of, oh God, is Elite dead? <laughs> oh, Kurgle's is because he just crashed. <laughs> it's true. Space can be lonely, but sometimes that's just what you want. Choose your holiday, the gas giants of Alioth. Partying the night away in Yorkville on Aquila. Or even go back and find your ancestors on Earth. The Rockforth Corporation makes your holiday special. And will let nothing disturb you.
slightly more interesting side of a ravine, there lived the Engineer. The Engineer can make your lasers more powerful, your engines speedier, and your gas tank really, really big. What do you want? I want fish. Wait, what? That's right, fish! Carp, char, chub, jack, loach, crabby, muckabate, prickleback, sole, snook, snake, tang, wahoo, wabagum, banjo, banga, snook, sole, shad, scat, come on by with the long nose cat. Noodlefish, nibblefish, northern squaw, huma, huma, nuka, nuka, wapa, wapa. What about Swedish fish? Why the hell not? Mister, you're in the wrong commercial. Well, shit, fish, because you know space. And welcome back. We do, we do love a good fish dance. <laughs> that hey, used to be the wallpaper on all the PCs on LaveCon, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, we need to. Put, we need whenever it's going to be time to do the the frontier panel. We'll put that up in the back. <laughs> I mean, I, I've got it as as my uh, signature on the forums, which <laughs> really pees a lot of people off because they 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 see me complain. They they think that um, Stephen and uh, Will are taking the Mickey because of <laughs> all the happy dancing that's going on. But uh, I suppose we should touch on this the one issue that uh, is dominating the forums at the moment is because of the content drought a lot of um a lot of negativity on the forums has been asking um is elite actually dead at the moment is it on life support are there, is it over um now these kind of doomed threads have been on the forums for well i think the day after the game was launched, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the seventeenth of Dece- December two thousand and fifteen, <laughs> and um, yes, so we're going to discuss this quickly around the panel. Um, I we all know that stuff is happening. It's just at the moment it doesn't feel that great. Now, who would like to go first with this? I'll go first. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's dead. I think it's a nonsense idea. Um, it's. It's clearly not, like th- this is the. This is the most downtime the game has ever had. Um, but if you think that actually the game has been live for six years and playable for seven or so, every single one of those years, every, every pretty much every. Every month of that time, there has been something like a CG or some kind of event, or at least some sort of developer input um, uh, on stuff. Um, and, it, and even if there hasn't been a CG, there's been Galnet and things. There's, you know, the game has been supported to a greater or lesser, greater or lesser extent for six years. Um, and this is 
downtime we've ever had. And admittedly, it is total downtime. The game, the, you know, short of short of shutting the servers off, there is literally nothing live game. Um, but they are working on what they've been training us to expect is the the biggest thing to happen to Elite since since the Kickstarter. So, you know, saying that it's dead is a, is a complete nonsense. It's clearly not. They've got a hundred people working on something that's even if it, even if it's not our wildest dreams, is probably quite exciting. Shan, do you want to jump? Yes, I broadly agree, actually. Um, and I, I think it's only dead in terms that people's faith in Frontier is dying, not not the game. I, I think the um, I, I think the game is maturing, if not getting on towards old age. Because if you look at the lifespan of many MMOs and and, and uh, online games, the first couple of years. They're alive, they're buzzing, there's an awful lot going on. And then as they get older and other games come along, people grow up, get jobs or whatever it is, interest in them slowly starts to wane and drift away. So by the time my game is five, six, seven, eight years old, it actually becomes harder to generate the buzz it had when it was initially launched. So I think when people say, is it dead? It's more about people wanting to somehow rekindle the buzz that it was when it was new and expecting that buzz to carry on throughout the game's lifetime. And I can't think of a game where that's actually happened. Even the behemoths of multiplayer games like World of Warcraft has drop-offs of subscribers. Uh, and this has been no new content for over two years, that drop-off becomes significantly worse. So the game isn't dead and dying. It's just changing into a mature game. Um, right, Kurgel, do you want to jump in there? Yeah, first of all, I had my drink at the ready then to play the Guild Wars drinking game, Shan, and you let me down. I know, same um, here. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really thirsty. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed. Um, but... Basically, I agree with Stephen Shan. I think it's it's blatantly obvious that all their resources are bent towards making something new for Elite. I do think they've left it such a long period of time, though, and the frustration in the player base has grown so large that it 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 feels like make or break to me. Their their new update is going to have to deliver something that really wows the player base, or they're gonna. I think they're going to suffer for it. But I don't think the game's dead. Um, but I do think they're going to—they've got to deliver something, haven't they? And it's got to be great. Uh, Mindwipe on the the chat room has actually made an interesting point: is that he says, keep in mind, Elite as a franchise is now well over thirty years old, and people love it because ED is the only latest element of the franchise. People will keep on loving this kind of game regardless. Um, Elite Deadly confirmed. <laughs> maybe well, that's what new era is going to be maybe well I was just thinking about what Mind White said actually um, is he, they're completely right you know, Elite is only the latest element but you kind of got the feeling in the previous games that you could apply your imagination and it was your imagination that kept the interest in the universe you were flying around in but as we mentioned earlier, somehow I think because we've got used to having such a buzz around the game, the 
community manager of interactions down there, all the events that's going on, we've kind of got used to a level of interaction. And all of a sudden that's dropped off and it's, it's just left us with effectively a single player game. And I think okay. that, and I think that has actually subconsciously um, made people think it's dying. Ben? Okay, I'm going to try and go contra position. That how many developers, for example, does it actually take to write a couple of hundred lines of te- words of text or to just create some kind of... Surely you could have one full-time developer with maybe a little bit of support from a server guy and a little bit of support from somebody who can actually do words to create a little... That's the thing, yeah. And to create a a little bit of community content, basically. Um, The thing is, though, Ben, the the thing is, though, it it has to be the right quality, because if you just let any any old hack have a go at Galnet News and just add stuff, you just kind of end up with the last series of Doctor Who, oh. don't you? I mean, it's <laughs> oh, 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 brutal burn. Oh, you know, you we really know, for don't example... like Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> Nothing to do with Jodie Whittaker. It's... Anyway. The writers, yeah. Admittedly, but... I haven't seen the entire series yet, so um, I've, I'm withholding judgment. Go on, Ben. We end up with the card. Oh, God. Let Ben finish. Let Ben finish. Ben, off you go. So, you know, we, we've now. got... What? <laughs> <laughs> we've got these developers who are supposedly working on Elite. And yes, I understand that they're all meant to be working on 2020 or fleet carriers and so on. But, okay, fine. You, you, you've got all your devs. Hire two guys. Give them the internship and go off and say, right, Souverine, go and write a couple of words. Thank you very much. Or equivalent of Souverine, you know, because we know Souv does words. Or go and hire, you know, go off and hire Drew Wager or Alan on a temporary basis. You know, get them to go off and write words and lore. I'm sure they would love it. <laughs> it's a curatorial. Um, yeah. um, no, it's funny because I, I was talking to Shanti about this over the last a couple of days and um one of the things that i said to her that we wouldn't do on live radio is says that we wouldn't criticize the actual putting together of <laughs> of uh, the code because i am um, we've got devel- devs in the crew who knows that mm-hmm. just making one word or one line of code change has a lot more of a knock on effect than people just realize especially in a mature product the the one I'm not making excuses here because I know we're all we're all tired of the of the fact that there's nothing really to talk about, but <laughs> somehow we manage to. <laughs> but there is, uh, I feel really uncomfortable criticizing other developers when I know what it's like to have that manager come up to you, tap you on your shoulder, and say that won't take too long, and you damn well know it will. Ben, what was that about the uh, on the Twitch? Okay, so Mindwipe is just suggesting get the news and so on. Look at the community. Elite Dangerous is so done by the community. You work with the crowd and the community. This ain't going to die soon. It's just having a holiday. And Mindwipe's exactly right there. I mean, I know on the Monday stream, for example, Stephen 
went Steven? off and cite Stephen went Steven. off and cited the community like the Labour Radio, Hutton, uh, Loose Screws, and so on as great examples of no, the, the game is far from dead, and look how awesome the community is. Yeah, I think everybody is there thinking that they're having to rely on us to prove the game's alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Shan, save us. <laughs> save us. Clear, Shan. I was just about to say, oh dear, as well. But I, no, I think it was Stephen was saying that because he appreciates the amount of effort and work um, radio. Um, and all the others you mentioned, put into actually delivering the content. Because, yes, this show is and appears to be sometimes a complete shambly mess, but there's actually quite a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. So I think Steve was just showing his appreciation for the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes. From it. So I, I don't think it's an element of we're relying on you to do the work. It's more of giving us a shout-out in recognition of the all the work we put in. Yeah, apparently, well, I think everybody uh, kind of got the impression that CGs were quite easy to do. Um, but then again... <sighs> I mean, yeah. that's the thing that's... The, I mean, Commander X Payne in our Twitch chat has just said something similar to this. Um, it's a bad engine if it's hard to code and they need to rewrite it. But I kind of think maybe not bad engine, but if you have to manually put together like a CG, if that requires code changes and isn't just a facility in the game that they can inject a CG into, if you know what I mean, that seems mm-hmm. crazy to me that yeah, that, that requires well, hand coding a CG or a, um, an interstellar initiative. Well, yeah, it was like, it was like art, though, wasn't it? Because people... Uh, state quite rightly the arcs release was completely broken and surely how hard can it be just to add a store front end and some other currency but actually it was really hard if you thought about it because every part of the game interfaces with the arcs mechanic it, yep. it touched everything so it's more than we often more than we think um so, Especially yeah, with the fact that the arcs actually rewarded you, so that mean that meant basically the game had to talk to the arc engine back. It's not as a case of you make your purchase, the purchase is applied to the game. The game had to then send information back to the arc store to say, uh, by the way, this this commander has now earned such and such arcs. Add that to his total. So, um, and that's I do believe what caused a lot of the problems because basically the the game telling the Arc store that you know this commander had earned arcs was causing a lot of crashes. But that's a very different prospect to here is a small team that can publish a community goal or an interstellar initiative every six weeks, where you would think that doesn't require <laughs> changes to the underlying engine, but just some like Ben and Shan mentioned earlier, that is surely just some writing. Mm-hmm. some toggles in the back end and if not that's terrifying and yet again we've gone back to what I was saying that we wouldn't do which is criticising us <laughs> uh, and the, the no, real I don't thing think is- we are criticising them because we're not saying they do a bad job or they don't they're lazy so-and-sos and do nothing but drink tea all day or stuff like that we're not saying that at all it's what we're saying is 
from the outside, it looks a comparatively simple job. But as we've just gone and said, uh, run with arcs, we are in a quite difficult position to be able to tell one way or the other. But what okay. we do know is the developers work really hard on what they're asked to work on. Mm. Now, uh, one thing we need to remember, Shan, is Elite Dangerous is built upon the Cobra engine, and the Cobra engine Cobra has, engine. <laughs> has basically, has basically been written since... I mean, it's evolved up since Frontier, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, 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 it's been rewritten and rewritten for every yeah. product that's come out. So, I'm not saying spaghetti code, but... Spaghetti code. Potentially, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just, oh, Severine, just jump in there. Okay, yeah. Okay, so so one spaghetti code. I'm slightly one thing that one persistent piece of behaviour that annoys me in the community, and this isn't really levelled at anybody. It's just it's just, it's just something that I, I I notice frequently is that um we we have a we have a tendency to kind of make excuses for or think of think of explanations for things when that sometimes flies in the face of what Frontier have actually said. They said in 2013 and 2014. We have built the game around these things. You know, they 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 future proofed proofed Elite Dangerous for not only 4K but also 8K and 16K. They've built it around. Um, they've future proofed it. They, they they said that you know don't worry, we've built the game around you know um, atmospheric landings. We've built it around space legs. We've we, we've designed the ships from the ground up with the with the intention that one day you'll be able to walk through them. Like. You know, they have actually said to us that the whole game is designed with the with the future plan in mind. There's not nothing is going to be bolted on. So I I, I do get that. I, I I completely understand where people are coming from when they say things like, oh, you know, the code base is very old, or you know, we, we have to give you know remember X Y Z. But actually, you know, at some point you've actually got to take seriously what the developer themselves are saying. And if they said they've been designing this stuff from the ground up with this stuff in mind. You know, remember that. That's what they said. That's what they're doing. You know, the code is the code base is old, but that doesn't mean that like we we shouldn't automatically leap to the conclusion that it's not fit for purpose and it needs rewriting because that would fly in the face of what they told us. Um, and in the absence of any new information, we should we should assume that what they said was was um, valid. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was um, Will has said um, that one thing that people persistently uh, underestimate is how much work a CG is and um, uh, I remember this. Uh, I think I can't remember what Mike the Sag ICG that he's about. Um, and um, so, not only you know the, the oh, it's only three hundred words of text thing. I sort of used to think that, and I've stopped saying it because um, they've got to things have got to be checked with whoever keeps the law in Michael Brooks's absence um, for consistency. Um, yeah, they, they've got to go through proofreaders, proofreaders. They've got to go through all the translators, and Elite is localized to a lot of different languages and and also that every game designer that they've got that you know that i i had interactions with the game designer at at frontier super super helpful uh chap and it was and it was it was really rewarding but um but there's clearly quite a lot involved and our and our email exchange was quite um was quite detailed and it really struck me that actually there's there's quite a lot of personal touch to the cgs and i, I take the point that somebody made earlier that actually it's it, it it could it could perhaps have been automated but they are they are not automated they're very much hand hand done and um, uh, and for Frontier to take on a new writer just to spit out a few Galnet posts between now and the new era update, um, I mean, what's that going to cost? Hiring hiring another person, forty grand, twenty grand for a contractor, something like that. Um, 
you know, you've got to sell a lot of cosmetics in that time for that for that to be worth it. And it's not just that person's time. As I said, it's all the translation and all the all the all the checking with consistency and the proofreading and all that sort of thing. Um, so I, I don't. I think I think perhaps that you know I, I think that nobody should be any no, nobody should try and pretend that Elite Dangerous is not being neglected at the moment. It obviously is. Um, but at the same time, people should try and be aware that in this bubble is um, for good reason, and uh, and and what's coming at the end of the year will make it all worth it. That's a fair point. Well, the, I mean, there are a couple of things that I um, I dug through in order to to see what the state of the game was like. Now, the only kind of player statistics we've got at the moment are that we have access to as, as players are the ones on um, from Steam. Uh, and it was, it's quite interesting to, to look through uh, the Steam charts to see that at the moment, the player base is 10% down on last year's on last February. So that there's approximately um, 9,000 people, 9,000 to 10,000 people playing uh, a day. Um, but that's 10% down what it was this time last year. Um, however, even though it's, it's down, it's still a lot higher than it was in 2018. So, you know, just before the, the big Q4 update, um, it, the, the player numbers were in the 6,000, 5,000s and 6,000s, which, you know, was, was quite a, quite a low point. Um, just a quick point to say though, during the months that Interstellar Initiatives run, the Steam charts say that the player numbers go up by 20 to 30%. So it goes to prove that they do work. They do wow. get people into the game. That's amazing. Now, just to see how things were, uh, were I compared them to No Man's Sky. Now, No Man's Sky, um, around about uh, sort of November, December, sort of, no, let's be honest, October, November, was running about just a bit higher than Elite Dangerous, not that much. Uh, and then, of course, they get two new updates, one in December, one in February. And, there, and at the moment, No Man's Sky is double the amount of people playing it. Because, you know, obviously they're getting updates. But still, the number of people playing the game is, is roughly steady for the last year, between 8,000 and 9,000 per day. Uh, and that, of course, doesn't count any of the consoles. It doesn't ca- uh, count any of, the, um, any of the people that don't use Steam, because I know at least my account doesn't use Steam. Uh, and it doesn't... Uh, well, I was going to say Mac, but the Mac doesn't exist anyway because there is an elite that is dead, but that died for a whole different other reason. I'm I'm amazed that there are more players. Well, the question is: is have people moved over from, or have they moved from Steam to using the Frontier Launcher? So, what you don't know because you haven't got the other side of the equation mm-hmm. is what been the net effect on concurrent player numbers are. Because all you're seeing are people who choose to, to launch the game from Steam, and also you need to think about whenever oh, they have a sale. Yeah, whenever they have a sale, people buy it through the Steam store, which adds their number to because and they launch it through Steam. So, yeah, I, I always take Steam numbers with a pinch of salt. 
But yeah, but th- like I said, these are the only numbers that we've got access to. And it does prove that the player base, at least on Steam, seems to be steady. And then on top of that, whenever Interstellar initiatives run, they are a lot more popular than a lot of commentators on on uh, on the forums or on the, uh, on the YouTubes would have you believe. Yeah, I, I would also argue that player numbers do not mean a live game. A ton of active players who do not contribute, all they do is exist their own little world and don't interact and don't talk and don't do anything. All they are is a login on a server somewhere where you can have a comparatively few number of players who are content creators and inputting and goodness knows what, and that will make the game seem much more alive than pure concurrent player numbers. Mm. They wouldn't have hired a. Um, they wouldn't have hired somebody who. Um, so they, they've just hired a uh, a new community manager who um, has MMO experience. Mm-hmm. Um, they did that when they were advertising for that position. They did stipulate that they wanted experienced community managers, um, and it must have been given that it's one of the most desirable um, game studios to work at in the UK. Um, they must have had more than a couple to choose from. It is presumably significant that they prioritised somebody with an MMO community management experience in yes. that role. That's that's one of the reasons why I highlighted the fact that he he had come from an MMO background when when he, he was mentioned. This has kind of moved into the final section of uh, why we know it's not dead, and obviously, cameras uh, and that they are going to happen. Stephen was very adamant about this on on the. Um, on the live streams, uh, there has been a lot of rumours, especially with uh, Galnet and all the rest of it being taken away, that that must mean that internet, uh, that fleet carriers are going as well. But um, I don't. I uh, I think that comes down to the, the lack of confidence in the community at the moment. What do you guys think? I think when I think that when they say three months ago, by the way, we'll be pu- we'll be publishing this new update in six months. Are seriously saying, "Oh, I, I bet, I bet it's cancelled." That that is actually quite damning. I think with with most games, if if the, if somebody says we'll publish, we're, we're going to publish something in six months' time. That I mean, six months is normally what's that? That is that a, a normal hype period? Like you know, if you say we're going to publish something in eighteen months' time, then a bit of a bit of expectation or leeway is is to be expected. But if somebody says somebody says in November we're pushing this back until June. Or, um, or well, actually, it was quarter two, wasn't it? So it could easily be earlier than that. Um, and then people, f- two or three months later, are saying, oh, "I bet it's, I bet it's cancelled. Bet it's cancelled." That is, uh, that is expectation at a pretty low ebb, I think. Mm. I mean, the Commander Starian has said, "How many of those people during a Steam sale are actually new players, and how many are just second slash third commanders for one player?" I know that. Um, I got my alt commander runs on Steam, and and um, she's uh, yeah she she's basically a second one, uh, but so they've got they've got even more money out of me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean the the fact we know it's not dying is because new era has been basically that's that's meant to mean this is this is what we're all holding on to. And of course, fleet carriers are coming. Uh, if if fleet carriers weren't coming, then I guess I'd probably be in a lot worried state than I was. When you said fleet carriers are coming, I had uh, 
visions of the Coca-Cola lorry. Yes, me too. Me too. Yes. <laughs> the carriers are coming. <laughs> oh, we've got to kind of work that they'll carry We've got to make coming. an eight carriers advert for that. Yeah, yeah we've got to do a leave it out. <laughs> it's Giant a season full of Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> it's a season to be jolly. <laughs> Yes, so um, Commander Ignatius Riley, if you can come up with a way to to integrate the the Coca-Cola Santa lorries into fleet carriers in the usual fish style, we would love that. (laughs) Challenge accepted. Uh, I nearly died laughing at that. That was funny. (laughs) (laughs) What the carriers are coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, I mean, do we want to go over what we think about the carriers? Because we know that it's oh, we've done that like fifteen. Exactly, times. we've literally had like five shows where all we've done is tear holes in, in fleet carriers. Like, I, I really enjoy it. We could do it again, but like our readers are <sighs> they're probably or not readers. Our listeners have probably got a bit bored. <laughs> Our listeners have got really bored. No, the host has got really bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, I guess it's it's one of these things that we'll just wait and see, and we we'll, we will park for the moment. Um, has anybody got any final points to say about whether or not they think Elite is dead? <laughs> uh, I think it is hibernating. I think it is hibernating like a majestic bear so... through, through the winter of content, and it will emerge radiant into the spring sunshine <laughs> with its cubs of elite feet at atmospheric <laughs> landings to gamble in the in the new spring day. Here is my evidence that the game is not dying. They have just redeveloped the in-game store. There's no way the game is dying. <laughs> that, that, that little speech um, just earlier I was the sort of speech Boris Johnson would have given so when talking about Elite. You're taking telling us that Severine is, is the Boris Johnson of Well, just his life. Radio. His, his, um... Is this your way of telling us that Suvette is pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. No, it was just the, the waxing lyrical using um, eloquent words and whatever like that in a very over-positive manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Brexit ref. <laughs> Hashtag make make elite dangerous great again. <laughs> Wrong policy. <laughs> what was the um? There was yeah. I know, I know what you mean. There was that comment about um uh when when somebody said that the, they were accused of when he was foreign secretary they were uh, they were accused of having um infighting in the cabinet. Described them as a, a nest of singing birds, <laughs> which was brilliant. I thought. Isn't he the one who's always on Twitter? No, that's Donald Trump. Well, different, well, different yeah. human <laughs> no, he's on he's on Twitter all the time too. I mean, to be fair, you'd you'd, oh, you'd, you'd be excused for mixing him up. Yeah, but so's David Braben. So maybe he needs to start tweeting his hashtag the real David Braben <laughs> to try to try and convince us he's not really a lizard. I'm <laughs> going oh, back to the lizard. No. <laughs> Uh, Commander oh. Ventura, can we just take a break? Just oh, can I just one say one, one te- second thing? Is it, is it lizard related? It's, no, it's not. It's, and it's positive. Okay, off you go then, Ben. So my final thought for this is 
Final thought for the day. Do you mean positive <laughs> like like <laughs> AIDS Father posi- ben. positive, where it's actually really negative? With Father Ben. Okay, your thought for the day. It doesn't matter if Elite Dangerous is on a hiatus. You're not paying a monthly pay- fee. Go and play something else. It'll still be there. Your ship will still be there. Your SLF will still be there. And you'll still be in the middle of nowhere if that's where you left off. See, I think people should pay rent on their... You would! (laughs) I have to hire a garage or something like that to store it in. Well, you need need something to burn all that billions of cash that you've got hidden away. No, for every day, for every day you don't log in and play. You'll find ten thousand credits, <laughs> and then so you're you saying they should run out of money. Like a daily upkeep on all your ships, yeah, and then they get sold off to pay your parking fees. <laughs> we should do a segment of the show called "Terrible Ideas with Sham," <laughs> where we just where we just think of the worst the worst things we could possibly do for the development of the game. Uh, we should have I mean, like a little jingle for it Sean, I've got to ask were you the person that came up with a lot of the fines for when for parking in London <laughs> no but I wish it was <laughs> it's, it's just, it just strikes me as the kind of thing that you'd find glee in <laughs> yes yes he would uh, anyway well you on- want to keep people keep people playing so having Absolutely, an ongoing yeah. mechanic or Nothing like can. kicking the shit out of them to make them keep playing. <laughs> so, so basically, exactly. you're talking about the stick, not the carrot, there, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Only in your case, the, the stick is going somewhere where the sun doesn't shine. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor archers just call it the congestion charge. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think we've got a new winner of Twitch. <laughs> yeah, you're hired. <laughs> Next week on Terrible Ideas with Shan, we'll discuss spontaneous combustion for your ships. <laughs> uh, You've no, already claimed the Gothas when you're fuel scooping, don't you? That's a good point. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> in ships. So right. you have a ship that's inherently unreliable. And just cut Shan off. If you don't mind, we'll just go straight to an advert. (laughs) This is a public service announcement from the Fuel Rats. Please stop what you're doing and pay attention. If we can rescue you, we will. But you can help us help you by following these easy steps. 1. Fly 50 light seconds or so from the system's main star and drop out of supercruise. 2. Note down the current system and the nearest stellar body. 3. If you're on emergency life support, log out immediately. 4. Go to fuelrats.org and click Get Help. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions? 
Hello and welcome back. So Colin's gone off to put his bunny suit on, apparently, or his wife's putting a bunny suit on, or somebody's doing something with bunnies. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not quite sure. But... So are you saying they're going at it like rabbits? <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the show's over, Colin. Come on. Hey, you... no, no, no. I, I, uh... Let's hope he's got his mic muted. No, I, Colin just said he was going to be away for two minutes. Is that all he needs? He's going to get changed too. <laughs> Uh, so, should, for Colin, for Colin's away playing playing bunny rabbits, shall we discuss the most recent buckyball race? Playing hide the bunny. Pardon? <laughs> God. Playing hide the bunny. <laughs> well, interestingly, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and push on here. Nope, nothing there. So. Ali Turner and the Buckyball Racing Club have gone off and have made the Cortez Drag Strip Challenge. So, so that's, that's a bit more like Grant really doing drag. Um, and they're making an other SRV uh, time trial where you... It's basically... if You you know how we did the Pamash race with them? Pamash Ridge race with them, where which was absolutely mental and a lot of fun. Um, well, in Ross... 1047, if you go to Cortez Base, it's an awesome, awesome base. That's basically the, the width of the base takes up the whole of the ridge. And the race is basically 10 kilometers out, 10 kilometers back along this ridge that's nice and bouncy. It's not too wide, it's not too narrow, so it's not as hairy, shall we say, as Colin's Rabbit, um, or as it was towards the end, edge, end of the Pamashris challenge. But it looks it's an awesome looking venue. Looks like a lot of fun. And go and do it. Um I mean, it, yeah, it, it just looks it looks really awesome. You just run ten miles back, ten miles there, ten miles there, ten miles back. Their times are all well, the top ten are all under nine minutes, with Mr. Turner himself being Four minutes and twenty six seconds on so sort of when he's flying around, but then Alec is just ridiculously good on a at an SMV, so I'm not terribly surprised by this. Does anybody know how far away it is from the bubble? I'm guessing that's a no. So I will quickly see what ten forty seven is because I can do that. Ross ten forty seven. We oh, it's not far away at all. It's not far away at all. It's only eighty five light years. So, well and truly in the bubble, so no excuse not to go and do it, really. Uh, looks like a lot of fun. And they're, they're always, they're all always a, a great community, it's always a lot of fun. Are you kidding, Ego? Okay. Well, maybe. We could, we could think about it. So, as we covered last week, briefly level up the table for your table and your riser for your riser and your drink putter under her or something like that. Their Kickstarter went off and finished last Thursday or Friday, I think it was, last week. And their final total was 86,000... Sorry, £886,003. That's incredible. Which works out to be just over $1,100,000, if I remember correctly. Um, $1,133,000... Sorry, $1,100,033, yes. $153. It's a lot of money. Um, and then, yeah, so I'm just, I'm really, really chuffed for those guys, and I think they'll be having a lot of fun. Do you think so, they're still in the pub? They, they quite possibly are. 
Norman, do you want to mention the hot mess or do you want me to... Okie dokie, so fair enough then. Right, so the truckers are still basically carrying out their census of the galaxy and now have reached over 70% of the stations uh, at 38,918 stations have now been successfully mugged. Um, well, let me see who's doing the who's doing the best mugging at the moment. So mugs delivered total. So bloody hell. So Commander Doc Jack has delivered two thousand three hundred. Commander Montgomery Python one thousand six hundred. Alter Rigo one thousand four hundred seventy eight. Time Raider one thousand two hundred five. Nem one thousand one hundred two. And Coburn one thousand one hundred twenty one. Rinse uh, Rinsewind Camru one thousand exactly. LBSK 914, G Mallow 912, and Vulture P 917, 907, sorry. And I'm not going to go down and read the rest of that because there's far too many. There's how many others? There's many hundred people. 283, <laughs> all the way down to Commander Remclep, who's got minus one somehow. How, how, I don't want to know how he's got Hello. minus one, do I? Hello. He took a, took a mug with him, and his ship blew up, so he lost the mug for minus one. Possibly, but I'm going to have to speak to Commander Remclep at LaveCon and find out how he's got minus one mugs, unless somebody in, dis in Twitch knows. Yeah, no idea. Oh, Lenin is saying that apparently Remclep stole a mug from Twitch. <laughs> so yeah. Apparently that's what... Apparently or so that's that's what maybe he found one and brought it back to Hutton. Quite, quite possibly. Right, so... We're now going to go on to a bit of sad news, unfortunately. So, Commander Jello, Jello Wiggler, um, massive shout out to him and his family, who, and sadly, his 11 year old daughter Evelyn succumbed to cancer a few days ago. And yeah, I mean, she's the same age as my son, and I just, I can't, I honestly can't imagine it. I mean, yeah, it sucks. Um, I know, though, that Stephen has reached out to Jello Wiggler, and maybe maybe they'll be doing something. But I also know, though, that a bunch of other commanders have sent in screenshots with her name on their ship and things like that, just as a just as as a touching tribute to putting her in game and things. Now, unless Colin's coming back soon, does anybody else have anything else to add? To you? It's difficult to follow that a bit of the news, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. that's really sad. It is, a, it is very, very sad. Uh, it, nothing to say except our, our thoughts are with Commander um, and his family. Indeed. Right. We, we, we are basically at the very end. Have you finished playing with your bunny, Colin? <sighs> no, the bunny That's is apparently nice. where we go to after Commander Jello Wiggler's 11-year-old daughter. Yes, a nice fluffy bunny who's happy and bouncy and and, and uh, enjoying lettuce at this moment in time. That's quite a nice thing to say about um, Mrs. Colin. <laughs> Did she just enjoy some lettuce? No. <laughs> Dangerous Sorry. territory. Danger, Will Robinson, danger. <laughs> Things got weird while you are away. Things got really weird. <laughs> Dude, things just go good when I've come back. <laughs> oh dear! Right. Um, so we've covered obviously. We've basically, we've we, we, we covered everything. Yeah. Right. 
Well, this is going to be a shorter show than I was imagining. Um, so I'm sure we can get some more bullshit going if you want, Colin. <laughs> I, I think I'm all. I, I think I've, I've reached my bull level. If you, if you'll excuse the pun. And and what about Not, your your bunny level? My my bunny level is fine, thank you very much. Uh, is, is your bunny level over nine thousand? <laughs> no, the, the, but it does only last three minutes. It's bunny ball. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> There's only a few anime people that understand that. That <laughs> oh, explains a lot, Colin. You being into anime. I'm not. I'm not into anime. Trust me on that. I just understand a couple of references about it. That's all. Anyway, the second just, largest hentai collection in the. <laughs> <laughs> Why second largest? Because it's going to be the first one. the first. No, Kurgle. Kurgle is just a bit. Bunnies are awesome. I agree, Lennon. Ah, dear. And they also make damn good pie. Our sister station has an orbital radio broadcast on Thursdays from 8.30 and you can tune it at tvforthemug.com or if you just want the audio at radio.forthemug.com uh, and we just must congratulate Cubicle 3 on being Toilet of the Year. <laughs> certainly a lot better than the toilet is happening right now. Anyway, for the discerning commander who likes it, Check out the CQC Discord at discordme slash elite dangerous CQC. That's all one word. Um, you also following this, we will have uh, Commander Wotherspoon's fantastic Galnet news. He makes it up so frontier don't have to. Sad <laughs> trombone. Hmm? Sad trombone. <laughs> yeah, sad trombone. We really need to get Grant back with his soundboard so that we can just yes, put in do. these special effects. Grant, we miss you. But we can reload. Um, so um, we'd just like to thank everybody who's chipped in uh, the Twitch chat, especially, was it Paul Archer that won this this week? 100% Paul Archer. Yeah, yeah, the, the, con the con congestion charge. I think that that's... That might end up being the title of the show. Yes, I think I think it shall be. Certainly a lot better than weeing in buckets, which is I think what <laughs> <laughs> So um yeah, thanks to everybody who's chipped in on the on the Twitch chat and um have you had many people buzz you around the uh around the game? Uh we moved out and uh Ducky came with us, so we've been shooting some things at this side. There were a few commanders, Paul Archer was there, my mic, cool. a couple of others. Um, okay, we've also got to thank the guys at Loose Screws for the Ed Lee uh, Wise track during the adverts. I must admit, we take we take your hands. Uh, we'll give you a zero seven and a salute for, uh, for just basically what Ben deserves. <laughs> you lot were all talking over it, so I didn't actually hear it. Oh, I'm quite sure we can put it on at the end of the show. Anyway. Anybody got any final thing to say? Any other business? Just quickly. Not for me. Nope. No, no. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm calling it. That's it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, then you can email info at laveradio.com. 
Hit us up at facebook.com slash lave radio. Tweet us at at lave radio. Uh, you can join our Discord server by going to discord.io slash lave radio. We also have a TeamSpeak server, which is shared with the Hutton Truckers, where commanders come to hang out and chat, which you can find at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Do get in touch with the show if you have any questions or if there is anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at half past eight. GT GMT and is streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So thanks to Kurgle, thanks to um Commander Souverine, thanks to Shan, thanks to Ben, uh and and oh a th- special thanks to our tech specialist, uh Commander Ventura. Thank you, Norman. Uh so on next time, until then, commanders, fly safe, and if you can't do that, fly dangerous. Scientists, Uranus is full of methane gas. I think you're right, though, Colin. What have you done with Shan, and when can we have him back? David would never, never be taken over by Thargoids. Galnet News Digest, 3rd of March, 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, fleet carrier announcement coming soon. Living in the Braviverse. The Zen Machine. Fleet carrier announcement coming soon. There have been rumours this week that the announced, then postponed squadron carriers that morphed into the announced, then postponed fleet carriers might be on the verge of being announced again. On Monday, spokesperson for the Pilots' Federation Stephen Benedetti announced the intention to announce a time to announce the announcement of the return of the long-awaited mobile personal docking stations. Who can say what fleet carriers may have evolved into after all this extra development time? 
Perhaps they'll carry not only your fleet, but also your spare pairs of space legs. And perhaps they'll be equipped with an advanced planetary approach suite, which allows landing on atmospheric planets. After so much extra development time, it will be a disappointment if fleet carriers are anything less impressive than our own personal Death Star. Living in the Brabiverse There is a galaxy identical to this one in every detail. Of course, there are near-infinite numbers of parallel universes, but this one is special because it is exactly the same as this one in every detail, except one. In this universe, the Commander-in-Chief and President of the Pilots' Federation, Lizard King Braben, has been abducted by the Thargoids. Tharg the Mighty is holding the Lepidosaurian Braben hostage at an unknown location in the Call 70 sector and threatening to make him play Star Citizen if the Pilots' Federation allows fleet carriers to become available. The Pilots' Federation has had to maintain total silence about its plans, lest Reptilian Braben be forced to clip awkwardly through the floor at Port Olisar. That's what's happening in this universe. In the alternate universe, the abduction never happened, and fleet carriers were released two years ago. New from Eddie Lee Wise. My husband Ken and my wife Barbs have been hard at work polishing Helmet and invented new Ranger cream to keep Helmet fresh all year round. Helmet butter, the shiny new ungent for you and your flight suit. Only from Eddie Lee Wise and Sons, who plus my daughters at Lave Station. Right, sir, wipes are on side. The Zen Machine It is believed that the Pilots' Federation may be using an undercover agent to keep its members on side. This agent, who goes by the codename Ty, has created a sentient AI robot which trundles round the forum saying happy positive things about the galaxy and about what the Pilots' Federation is doing. The robot is known as Kai and has been programmed to maintain interest in the galaxy for pilots who might otherwise be tempted to play games and to inject a little happiness into the lives of commanders everywhere, possibly by infectious enthusiasm, possibly using micro syringes full of onion head. Sentient AI Kai runs on a miniature nuclear fusion reactor and was the bot solely responsible for ejecting the AEDC from Lave. Kai and its creator Tai have a secondary purpose, which is to interview every single commander in the galaxy who hasn't yet hung up their flight suit and gone to play Euro Truck Simulator while they wait for something interesting to happen. At a rate of one commander per week, this project is expected to take most of the year to complete. 
In related news, Ty and Kai have organised an expedition to Sagittarius A-Star and Colonia. Called Distant Screws, the expedition is huge news to those who'd like to experience a guru's cruise, see a nebula's blue hues and other cool views, and for Raxler, find new clues. You'll lose your blues without the need for booze, and there's no need at all to overuse Peru's kangaroos. We're sure you know whose cruise you'll choose. That's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. So don't worry about David, he's not a lizard. nothing to say for that and I'll get back to you and that is it for another episode of Lave Radio if you'd like to get in touch with the show you can email info at laveradio.com you can hit us up at Firefly at Firefly (laughs) what the hell (laughs) you know what it is you know what it is they've taken his law they've taken his land but they're not going to take the sky away from him You know what it is? It's just that as I was reading out, I thought that the, about the community question. When you thought which um, uh, which TV show Elite Dangerous most re- most resembles, no, and for some oh, reason I got Firefly. I got Firefly stuck in my head, and then of course hit us up on Firefly dot com. I thought, oh God, no! Instead of so, start Firefly is that Firefly? That's the Chinese version of Laser Yeah, Firefly up. Uh, Late Radio, casually sponsoring casual racism since 2013. Really? Uh, Again, I can can only apologise on behalf of Late Radio for the casual racism. Uh, (laughs) And again, apologies to the Welsh. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody remembers the early episodes, I'm afraid to say the Welsh got it quite unfairly. The thing is, though, we'll all be dead of coronavirus next week, so, you know, there's no point. Ah, dear. Well, you can also hit us up on facebook.com slash Lave Radio. You can tweet us at at Lave Radio, or you can join our Discord server where uh, by going to discord.io slash Lave Radio. And we also have a TeamSpeak server where commanders come out to chat, uh, which you can find at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Do get in touch if you have any questions or just to complain about the congestion charge um, on if there's anything that you'd like us to discuss in the future. So, Live Radio is recorded live on Tuesday past eight and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. <laughs> we'll edit that better, please. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> How long do you want to re-record it? Uh, you know what? I'll re-record it after the show. Say that line again. <laughs> what? Live Radio Live on a at half past eight and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. Ah, uh, so thanks oh, to ben. One more thing. One more thing. Sorry. Have we had any news about LaysCon tickets? Because a number of people have been asking no. me, do we know when they're about to be released for the second time? So No, Karen will send an email out to people on their newsletter when they're going to do it and saying when it's going to be. And probably we'll try and snag Karen and get her on the show again. But Lave Radio, Lave Radio is recorded <laughs> live. 
Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening and live night at, yes, laveradio.com slash live. Oh, it's, live it's, ra- it's, yeah. it's easy, is it, Ben? It's really easy, isn't it, Ben? <laughs> yes. So Live I- Radio is recorded live <sighs> on 2030 GMT and streamed out live on laveradio.com forward slash live. That was worse than your first attempt. Anyway, <laughs> thanks to <laughs> yeah, thanks to Shan, thanks to Souverine, thanks to Kurgle. No thanks whatsoever to them. <laughs> <laughs> A special thanks to today's tech specialist Ventura. And until next time, Commander, fly safe. And, and if, if you can't can do that, fly dangerous. Fly dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fly. Sorry.